Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Broncos country. Let's ride with Touchdown Denver. Touchdown Denver. Hosted by Nick Ferguson and George Stoya. Touchdown Denver. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the first ever episode of Touchdown Denver, hosted by myself, George Stoya of the Denver Gazette, alongside my good friend, former Broncos safety, Nick Ferguson. And Nick, Man, do we have a lot to talk about in our first ever episode. Yeah, man, a lot a lot to talk about. Uh, that Monday night game did not turn out like any of us uh, figured that it would. And it's raised a lot of questions here in Broncos country as to what is going on. So much so that you, you know that you become really popular in pop culture, either good or bad, when they start making gifs and memes about you. And <laughs> based on what happened in the game, uh, on, on Monday night, uh, Coach Hackett uh, has a, a, a GIF kind of floated out there, and it's like, uh, Nathaniel can't hack it. And I'm like, wait a minute, man. We, we shouldn't go that far to say that. But, yeah, there's a lot that uh, we need to talk about as far as that game on Monday night. Nick, let's just jump into it. Obviously, the, the big topic is kicking the 64-yard field goal. And, I mean, I know everyone watched the game, but the Broncos, you know, had the ball. I think it was maybe three minutes left down one they drive it down to the 46 yard line of seattle they don't use any of their timeouts which has obviously been controversial of how nathaniel hackett did that they let it run down and they try a 64 yarder for brandon mcmanus to win the game uh and there was a lot of people confused fourth and five why not let russell wilson who at that point was playing really well i mean he was on point they were moving the ball throughout the game yeah they didn't capitalize in the red zone and we're going to dive in to some of those issues later but Nick, what did you think of the decision to go for it or not to go for it on, on fourth and five? And obviously Nathaniel Hackett said after the game uh, that he, you know, that the reason for it was, hey, we weren't moving the ball in chunks. Uh, we knew that we wanted to get it to the 46 yard line at the left hash. Uh, and that's what they did. And, and that's why they kicked it. And then obviously on Tuesday, he kind of backtracked and said we should have gone for it. Nick, what was your thought process? Take me into that moment for you and what was your reaction on the decision to kick the field goal? Well, George, to sum it up, I was more like, come on, man, what are we doing? Because listen, it's fourth and five. And, and I know uh, traditionally when you look at the offensive side of the ball, they tell you fourth and five to me, that's like fourth and 20 uh, fourth and one. Obviously it just seems like you can pick that up. And I know coach Hackett is one of those new guys why he's, he's looking at the analytics or whatever, but I'm like, look, you have Russell Wilson. You gave up so much draft capital to pick him up. 
you got to allow him to attempt that fourth and five. And I know the idea It's the distance seems really long, but when you look at how the tight ends were utilized earlier in the game, to me, you can pick up that particular play. And Russell, you wanted to see a little of that Russell magic. How great would it have been? On the road, hostile environment, he picks up the fourth and five to silence the crowd. That is one of those moves that I know Russell was hoping for, but McManus got the opportunity to kick the field goal. And for me, I, I, once again, I was still disappointed. And another reason I was disappointed, George, was because the usage of the timeouts. If you knew you were going to kick a field goal, you know what? Go ahead, call a timeout a little earlier in, in the process, and then maybe save some time. Maybe he was thinking, okay, well, McManus makes the field goal. We take time off the clock. And then that way we ensure that Gino cannot move the ball down the field to put them in a good position to kick a game-winning field goal. But I'm like, no, man. Your defense played well in the second half. The offense showed that they were playing well with the exception of a couple of those red zone trips, and we'll get to that. But to me, you got to give Russell an opportunity to make that fourth and five play and kick a uh, game-winning field goal, not from 63, but from a closer distance. Yeah, well, and listen, they traded for Russell Wilson in March for that exact moment, right? Yeah. I mean, that's why they went out and got Russell Wilson. That's why they're paying him 240-something million dollars, right? And so that's what was head-scratching to me is like yeah. I thought it was obvious to go for it in that situation, get it a little bit closer. And let's not forget, I mean, I think it's – Two of 29 kickers or, or kickers are two of 29 since 2000 on 64 yards or yes. goals, right? The longest field goal in Lumen Field history is 56 yards. So the thought process of saying, well, we think Brandon McManus has the leg for it. And he did. I mean, you look at the kick, he had the leg for it, but it was just confusing to see. And, and I even asked post game, you know, I asked Coach Hackett, uh, you know, they, they trotted McManus out there and he kicked it and Seattle called a timeout. And he missed. It wasn't even close on the first try. I said, well, were you maybe reconsidering? Did you think, you know, have a second thought about maybe going for it there, uh, you know, on the fourth and five? And he said, no, we we fully trusted Brandon to to kick it and make it. And, and you know, Brandon McManus said after the game that he told him before the drive, 46-yard line, left hash. And so I think that that's part of, you know, having a rookie head coach, right, is, is having a plan and he stuck to it. Uh, and we have the audio here of him explaining the decision uh, to why he kicked it. So uh, we're going to play that and let you guys hear from Coach Hackett himself about why he decided to kick the field goal. Yeah, you know, looking back at it, we definitely should have gone for it. Um, just not, not, you know, one of those things. You look back at it and you say, of course we should go for it. We missed the field goal. Um, but in that situation, we had a plan. I mean, we had a plan. We knew that the 46 was the mark. Uh, we were third and 15, I think, third and 13. I'm more upset about that play before it to lose yards, to be able to, you know, getting that there would have definitely uh, been better to be able to call that same play and get extra yards. But um, he dumps it out to Javante. Javante makes a move, goes a lot farther than I think we had anticipated. We were expecting to go for it on fourth down. And then you hit the mark, you know, the mark that we had all set before we started. We said uh, 46 yards. 46-yard line was where we wanted to be, and uh, we got there. So we had to make the decision if we wanted to give it to, uh, you know, Brandon, and we did. And it didn't work. It sucks, but, hey, that's part of it. Well, I'll tell you this, George. You know, I'm not a, as upset with Coach Hackett as most people are. And, you know, you can blame him and say, well, you know, he's a 
first time a play caller, head coach in the NFL. And that's what it comes down to at the end of the day. You know, you make a decision, it goes well. Like Brian Dable, he went for a two-point conversion, and the Giants ended up winning. And in this case, that Coach Hackett decided to give and trust in Brandon McManus, who said, left hash, I can make that kick. So as a former coach, I'll tell you this way. You, you want to believe in your players, but obviously hindsight being 2020, having another day to look over the film and say, well, we should have gone for it. For me, to me, you, you did so much to get Russell Wilson. Give him an opportunity to pick up that four and five play. And, and there are not too many plays, George, in your offensive playbook that allows you to have those types of plays. But based on how efficient uh, Russell and offense was executed in the second half, I, I really believe in them. Now, they struggled in the red zone, but they were great out in the field. So, yeah, they could have picked up that fourth, fourth and uh, five, get picked up a couple more extra yards, giving McManus a better opportunity to kick a field goal. But this is a learning curve. Everyone is learning. You look at the first week of uh, NFL football, there was a lot of kind of strange things that happened that I'm sure every single coach can look back and say, well, we wish that we did differently. But the great thing about this, George, there's still 16 more games. You learn from this. You move along. If this was like week 16 or 17, yeah, I'm knocking down everything. I'm turning over tables, but that's not where we are right now. So I don't understand why so many Broncos fans are in a panic. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Yeah, and I think that, like, obviously this is going to be stuck in Broncos fans' mind of Nathaniel Hackett for a while, but, and maybe I'm I'm too optimistic about this, but yeah. wouldn't you rather have this happen in game one of season one with Nathaniel Hackett than really what we saw with recent coaches? I mean, Vic Fangio, uh, you know, often mismanaged the clock or, um, you know, had, you know, odd challenges and just weird coaching decisions right throughout his three years. It seemed like it didn't get better. Whereas maybe the hope now is Hackett now understands, okay, I made a mistake on how I used my timeouts. I made a mistake on just not letting Russell Wilson have the football at the end of the game. And he learns from that. And honestly, throughout the game, I thought Nathaniel Hackett called a really good game. I mean, this is the first time in a long time that we've seen the offense move the ball that the way they did. And Yes, that's a credit to Russell Wilson and Jerry Judy and Cortland Sutton and Javante Williams and all those guys. But some of the play calls, I mean, they're they're wide open, right? So I, I think that he had a good game plan coming in. I think he got uh, maybe a little anxious at the end. I think he had a plan, like he said. He stuck with it because he is a rookie head coach and he didn't maybe think on the fly there. And, and you know, also, like, I'm not saying this is on Russell Wilson, but if Russell Wilson really wanted to go for it on fourth and five, I fully believe they would have gone for it on fourth and five. I think Russell Wilson also bought into the plan. I mean, I know he talked a little bit about a post game too, but I think he was fully on board with, hey, you know, Nathaniel Hackett said, we're going to kick it. So we're going to kick it. Like if, if Russell Wilson wanted to call timeout there, he could have called a timeout, gone to the sideline and pitched why they should go for it on fourth and five from the 46. So that's kind of my takeaway too, is like as much as this is on Nathaniel Hackett, I think Russell Wilson has as much say as he wants to, wants to 
in this offense and what they're doing. Don't you agree, Nick? Well, you bring up a very interesting point that I don't think uh, has been you know talked about uh, the way that it should, because if you are top rated quarterback, most guys want the ball in the hand. It is what I liken it to. Like if you are Nikola Jokic and you're playing for the Denver Nuggets and you know the clock is winding down, you're not going to defer to anyone else on the court. You want to take that game winning shot. So that, that, that kind of makes me, I don't want to say concerned, but I was wondering what that conversation was like between, you know, McManus and Nathaniel Hackett and Russell Wilson, because if you ask any member of the Broncos, uh, Broncos country, and they, they've kind of let their uh, thoughts be known on social media as everyone does that, Hey, they want that the ball to be in the hand of not, you know, your, your kicker and Brandon McManus. They want that ball to be in the hand of Russell Wilson. So, you know, once, once again, we don't know exactly what went into that conversation. I would love to have been a fly on the wall, but I'm sure this is a situation that Russ was learning from too. I know he, he uh, prides himself as being a team player. And I tell people this all the time. Sometimes in life, you have to be a little selfish. And that was one of those moments that I would have loved to see Russell become a little selfish and say, hey, listen, put the ball in my hand. This crowd has been on me the entire game. Give me that moment. If we win, hey, well, you know what? I made a great play. If we lose, hey, they can give me all the criticism. But in that particular moment, I, I don't know what went into Coach Hackett's mind and giving McManus and, or, or trusting McManus. And, and listen, I, George, I'm not trying to throw shade on, on Brandon. He's a great player. But knowing as though statistically, like you stated, there are not too many kickers that have been that successful in Seattle kicking the ball. So give it to Russell and let him work. Let me ask you this, Nick, and then, you know, we'll go to break here soon and, and we'll dive into, you know, other parts of the game that honestly I think is the reason why they lost. Like we can debate the kick, not kick, I, yeah. I think, you know, the fumbles early in the game, all that stuff. But Nick, let me ask you this. Let's say you were Coach Hackett in that position. I think you would have gone for it. I think we both agree that. What's your play call? Where are you going? Who are you throwing the ball to in that situation? I'm throwing it to my tight end. I mean, all, all, all game long, the tight ends on both sides were successful fighting the soft spots in the zone. I mean, they now here's where you had to be careful because fourth and five, that's not a down where they're thinking you're going to run the ball. So what I'm going to try to do, get in a formation where I spread the field. I run Judy. I ran, run Cortland Sutton. I even maybe bring in Albert Okawebunam and have two tight ends and have them push the field vertically to push the defense down and back, rather, and then have someone sit down at six yards because we've seen this play before. Kansas City runs it all the time. Travis Kelsey runs up five or six yards, turn around, flashes his numbers in his hands, and you put it center mass. To me, you run that type of play because Seattle is not going to think that you're going to run a play-action play because who runs the ball on fourth and five? Right. I mean, I'm going to the man, the myth, the legend, Andrew Beck, uh, who had, I think, the best game for the Broncos on, on Monday night. Uh, but no, I think you're right. I think the tight end uh, in some sort of play, maybe you you know, you know swing it out to Javante, you know, worst case scenario, he tries to make a man miss, which we saw a lot of, uh, obviously, on Monday night. And I know we'll get into maybe a little bit of that running back battle, too, between him and Melvin. But and, and you also have Russell who, you know, he, he can he can move with his legs. I, we didn't see it a ton on Monday night, but like, he's going to make things happen on that play. So, again, it's just it was an odd decision. Uh, I think Nathaniel Hackett will learn from it. I think that Russell Wilson, like you said, will also learn from it. Uh, but let's dive in after the break here, Nick, uh, into more of the game and, and, and not just 
uh, the final decision there from Nathaniel Hackett.